experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. Hello, glory to God. Hallelujah. So it's our second night. And we pray that you live here with a blessing. Last week, we dealt with the blessing of Salem. And I pray that most of you are living in Salem. The peace of God be with you. It's not only two people say amen. Tell somebody from now, you say amen until we close. Tell the person. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we'll be teaching the word of God. Then we we'll believe God for miracles. Yeah. Hallelujah. I know some people may be expressing prophecies and all that. If he comes, I will. So this evening or tonight, we are dealing with the blessing of health. Hallelujah. The blessing of health. In the Hebrew, we call it mapei, God's medicine. There is God's medicine, and there is man's medicine. Hallelujah. Medicine itself, I've started though. Medicine itself is God's idea. Because God created the body in such a way that the body must be able to heal itself. Praise God. So, as a matter of fact, sickness should be actually be far away from us. A human being is not supposed to be sick. Sickness came into the world because of sin. Praise God. Now, God told Adam that the herbs will be for their healing. So, it means that whatever you even eat has a way of healing your body. Praise God. So, Medicine is not bad. It's God's idea. So tell somebody, medicine is not bad. It is God's idea. I know you are born again, charismatic Christian, who says that, you know, we don't take medicine. (laughs) Food itself is medicine. If you're eating well, you're getting good vitamins. Hallelujah. If you're not eating well, then your body will deteriorate. So medicine, I just want to establish that fact that medicine is not bad at all. Okay. Look at somebody say, medicine is not bad. It's not bad. So some Christians get so sick, it, they ought to be in the hospital, and they don't go to the hospital, and they have not even built their faith enough to receive divine healing. Okay. And they, they stay at home, they are confessing the word, the same... It's not working, and they are there. Please go to the hospital because it is not bad in itself. Hallelujah. But you see, but there is a better one which I will come to. But we have to always lay the foundations. Praise God. Now, let's see what Jeremiah said about these things. So, in, in Jeremiah, it's a popular, popular scripture. In Jeremiah chapter 8. Verse 21, 
He said, for the head of the, of the daughter of my people, I am head. I'm black, astonished, had taken hold of me. Then he said, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Physician, is there no doctor? Why is there not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? Okay. Is there no balm in Gilead? Hallelujah. Balm is not spiritual. This is a physical balm. It's an ointment that was produced in Gilead. But now, when the charismatic talk about the balm of Gilead, we think that it's a very spiritual thing. But the balm was a natural balm that they used for medication. And the people were getting sick. And God comes and says, is there no balm in Gilead? Then he connects the balm of Gilead to a physician. Are there no doctors among you? Why is then the health of my people not recovered? The reason why Jeremiah the prophet is saying this to the people is because there was balm in Gilead. And the balm of Gilead was known that if people got sick, they had to go to Gilead. When they rub that balm on you, you'll be cured. So, <laughs> so they were rubbing balm on these guys. They were not being cured. They were physicians. Are there no physicians? These are anointed physicians. Yet the people were not cured. Why? The disease there was not a medical condition. It was a spiritual thing. God himself was angry with the people. So he said that, oh, you people think you are in, in, in Gilead. Okay. They said, okay, is there no balm? There is balm. There is balm in Gilead. They are physicians, but why are my people not getting cured? It's because this thing is spiritual. And immediately the, the disease moves from the physical realm into spiritual, then you need spiritual medicine. Okay. But there is nothing wrong with natural medication. But when you depend on natural medication alone, when the thing turns from natural to spiritual, the natural medication cannot heal things that are spiritual. You need spiritual medication. It is called mape. Oh, can I get a very big amen? If you're understanding it, clap your hands. If you will read the Bible for yourself, you realize that many of the things that pastors are saying doesn't make sense. Because it's like there is balm. The balm was a natural balm. There's nothing spiritual about it. Praise God. But, but, but Charlie, the balm in the physical, too, you need it. It's like when you get a swelling, simple sprain, let's say a sprain on your, any, on your joints. You need a balm to rub it. This is not the time. I spakalasha ilakata balm. The balm was the balm will straighten this thing. Hallelujah. Because the ligaments, if there is something inside there, they need to. People get fracture, and when they get fracture, they go to people. 
who are specialized in putting some bombs on it. And by the time they pull it, the bone will just fall on it. They are not even doctors. They know some herbs. So it means that physical medicine is not bad. But then, what are the physical medicines that we need to take? These are the things that are made from natural stuff. Glory to God. And these guys were anointed with it. Because in Gilead, let me show you another scripture so that you believe me. Jeremiah. Everything that I'm teaching is Bible-based. Jeremiah 30. I have always want to be a practical preacher. I don't like to teach things that are in the mystical. And that's what many people like. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 16. Therefore all, therefore, all they that devour thee shall be devoured. And all the adversaries, God is telling the people, all the adversaries, every one of them, shall go. Oh, no, no, no. This is not where I, I want to read. I've gone ahead. Uh, Jeremiah 46, rather. 46, verse 10. Jeremiah 46, 10. Jeremiah 46, 10. For this is the day the Lord God of hosts. The day of vengeance, that he may avenge him of his adversaries. And the sword shall devour, and it shall be satiated and made drunk with their blood. For the Lord God of hosts has a sacrifice in the north country by the river Ephraim. Go up into Gilead and take balm. Go where? Oh, tell somebody that. Go where? Go up into Gilead and take Bam, O virgin, the daughter of Egypt. In vain shalt thou use many medicines, for thou shalt not be cured, because you must go to Gilead. If not, you will take many medications. Those of you who used to travel Kumasi, Accra, Kijetia, uh, Kuforidia, when you sit in the car those days, I don't know what they do now. But those days, there is this guy with one medicine that can cure all sickness. <laughs> Did you ever meet those guys? Here, this, <laughs> it can cure all diseases. I don't know whether it's what of the balm of Gilead or this is balm of Ghana or balm of Accra. Then we were here that Akobam came. It was also a balm. It you <laughs> I just want you to understand what I'm trying to talk about. Are you here? So there are things that are, are in the natural. Many Christians, immediately we become born again, we think to take away the physical. And we, we focus too much on the spiritual. Mastery is balance. The ability to balance. Can, they, can I get a very big amen? Yeah. That I need, if not, when you get born again, you must not eat. You feed on your spiritual food and you'll be satisfied. But yet you must eat physical food to be able to get natural strength. And yet that natural strength alone cannot sustain you. You still need spiritual strength 
So the ability to take from the natural and take from the spiritual and combine both natural energy and spiritual energy show that you are a spiritual man. Oh, clap your hands for God. There are many people that are get sick. They are taking many medicine and they are not cured. He's telling them, you will take many medicine. There are people that are blessed when they combine some herbs for you and you drink it. Believe you me, two days you'll be fine. They are blessed with it. Can the amen be louder? I know some people don't like what I'm saying because they just want to get in the spirit. No matter how you even receive spiritual healing, I've seen people that get sick. I believe in healing. I believe in divine health. That's why we pray for the sick. After we finish the spiritual one, you still need to sustain that spiritually and yet physically. If you were ever sitting in a wheelchair and we pray for you, it came out from the wheelchair. Believe you me, you must start going for jogging you must start training your legs again because your legs and your muscles can only be trained by consistent walking. Physio, is it true? He says it's true, dear. Then it's true. Clap <laughs> your hands for God. Yes. There is what we call muscle atrophy. Right? The people, you, if you don't exercise it, your muscles will keep shrinking. It will keep shrinking. So you see people that are born in a certain way, their muscles are small. Now, by divine healing, we can call the leg to come out. That's where most Christians like. Say, wow, look at power. It's good. The leg, after it has grown by the spirit, that guy must go back and walk. He must climb the Ebri mountain to strengthen physically what God has done spiritually. If not, he will go back to his old state and he will come back for healing. As a matter of fact, miracles are for abnormalities only. Okay. If there is no abnormality, then you don't need a miracle. Because God created the universe to function on principles, not miracles. So anytime there is abnormality, then God says, ah, they are broken my principle. There's an abnormality, but I'm still God. I still love them. Let me step in and bring them a miracle. Okay. After I brought the miracle, they must go back to the original state of things. I have to eat well. I have to exercise. I have to do all what I have to do so that I can still get what I ought to get. You can pray 40 hours. You can pray 34 hours. If you don't do what you're supposed to do physically, you will die. That is what affects many pastors. I've seen pastors die because they go on long fastings. As though it's fasting that will make you powerful. I believe in fasting. They say, hey, the man doesn't fast. We fast. But I don't do foolish fastings. What am I looking for that Jesus didn't do on the cross of Calvary? Your level of. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Fide, yeah, Pastor Fide, look at me. Clap for Tell somebody, your biological makeup is different from mine. Look, I've seen persons go on long fastings and they get hypo. 
hypoglycemic, their, their sugar levels just go through. And they are still fasting. Father, heal. And God says, you are about to die. The angels are already in their house. Waiting to take them home if they don't change their order. Because we think that we got to just pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. Somebody say, man, you have just saved me down fast. That's what somebody is hearing it. You got to fast. Tell somebody you got to fast. It's part of our Christian walk. But don't tell him, don't go on long fastings without a proper medical check. Somebody say, but, but Jesus, Jesus didn't go for any medical checkup. No problem. The food they were eating then, is that what you are eating? This Maggie Cube generation. You want to compare yourself to Elijah? Elijah that can walk miles. When the last time you walked three miles? When the last time you even walk a mile? Some of you have car. You are going to buy something from the store just here. You drive. And you are saying that Elijah didn't go for medical checkup. Check the foods they were eating. Check the food Jesus was eating. Check what they were eating. This Maggie Q generation, you need to go for checkup. For all you know, your HB is low. Then you are starting long fasting. By the time you realize, there are pastors who went for waiting and never came back. It's true. They've turned them dead in their room. And they say, wow, he was in a prayer poster. God call you like that. By the time they go and check for the fasting, that kills him. So tell somebody, look, the physical thing you got to do, tell the, the person, somebody is not taking good care of himself. Tell him. You have to do it. I don't like the way you are saving somebody from death. Somebody is about to die. You are changing them. See, the physical things you ought to do, shake him and say, hey, don't neglect it. Do it. If you know how fragile this body is, you will not, you will not overwear the body. If you ought to rest, rest. Jesus was tired in the boat and slept. After he had finished ministering, virtue left him. He said, for we must need go to the other side. But when they were going to the other side, Peter and Cole, I don't even know why they were still awake. Jesus was sleeping on a pillow. He slept. They said the pillow of shalom. Well, me, I don't know it. Jesus slept. Can I give you the trick? Especially some of you are students. You must run your life by routine. If you run your life by routine, you can sustain this body. Routine is the way of sustenance. Nothing just appears. Everything is based on routine. If you want to be educated, look at the time you start school. You wake up. Some of you start school at two years. Six months, they are started going to school. You go to school, you go to school, back to back. You, you, you go on vacation, you go back to school. You go on vacation, you go back to school, you go back to school. What are you looking for? Because you are training your brain. It's a routine. Hallelujah. That is how you can get. If you want anything to really manifest, it's routine. Back 
to back. If you start gymming today and you think you are looking for muscles and that you went to the gym one week, muscles will pop up, you are joking. You must continue the routine. One day I started doing pressing, I wanted my chest to pump up. I started doing pressing, one, two, three, one, two, three. One week I look at myself and say, hey, I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> I, said, I thought that by the time I do one week, it will take years. It's routine. Can I get a very big amen? Hallelujah. So your health is routine. Glory to God. If your body needs rest, rest. Ask somebody, if you need rest, please rest. Because rest is also physical medicine. I'm building the basis before I jump into spiritual. So that we can have a balanced message. Clap your hands for God. He said, go up to Gilead. So tell somebody, when you got to go up to Gilead, you got to go up to Gilead. One day I met a guy, I said, Charlie, you need some supplements. He said, no, we, we don't take supplements. I said, okay, what are the foods that you eat? You check the food. <laughs> Somebody says he's eating gobe. <laughs> the food he's eating consistently. I'm, what, I'm like, but it, it will take you years. You want to build the nutrient level that you need. Because he's not even eating well. How many of you, what the last time you took a bowl of salad in this economy? Even if you take it, how consistent is it? Don't think you eat salad today and you get all the nutrients immediately. No. Go and, go and see your nutritionist. You have to do it consistently. Somebody said, I'm looking for vitamin C. Buy orange by the roadside. To him, that one orange for that whole week, he has got it. Vitamin C. You are kidding me. (laughs) Even the vitamin C supplements, you have to take it for 30 days. Plus zinc. Just squeeze orange. Vitamin C. (laughs) Then... He will wait for one whole week before looking for another vitamin C. You are killing your body. It must be a routine. It must become part of your diet. As you do it consistently, your body can get the exact vitamin C that it needs. I think I'm, I've just saved somebody's life. Say somebody, say, you that are drinking one orange, be very careful. One orange for one whole month. <laughs> Have I helped somebody? Oh, shake somebody and say, hey. Say, go up to Gilead and take balm. Go up. If you need balm, you need balm. There are times you are so stressed, all you need is a massage. Prayer will not do it. Believe you me, I'm a pastor, I'm telling you. You break us, Father, I'm distressed. Father, I'm distressed. You be small stress. All you need is to lie down for your husband to massage your body. So that the muscles, the muscles can be relaxed. Can the amen be louder? Somebody doesn't like my message, but I'm helping you. Oh, clap your hands for God. Do you know 
know that even babies are supposed to be massaged more. But we don't massage the babies. If you have children, we don't know. Tell the children are stressed from school. Get some to Emma. If they don't want to sleep, by the time they realize, they will sleep to the next day. Because their muscles are tense. They are jumping here. They go to school. They are climbing things. Their muscles are tense. It's one. Their eyes are still on. <laughs> Daddy say, go and check whether the kids are asleep. Because Charlie, they are not sleeping. <laughs> By the time you want to start, they'll come and knock. I want to drink water. <laughs> Your match is sports. Oh. Anyway, this is just by the way. <laughs> Clap your hands for God. <laughs> he said, go up unto Gilead and take ye bam. Bam. Because he said, One day somebody asked in Sudan about how come you can stand and preach back to back and move around. I said, don't do what I'm doing. Because the leaves I drink and the leaves I was eating from infancy, you have not eaten half. You do this, you die. The man is so strong. You have been drinking things. You, you are drinking Coca-Cola. <laughs> Mods. You go to work. Bofloat, you call. Yes, meat pie. He said, brah. You won't know yet. He said, go up and take some bath. Can I get a very big amen? Yeah. Tell somebody, if you need balm, you need balm. Oh, yes. If not, you take many medications. Some of you, all you need is to just take a walk. Just take a walk. And so that you'll be fine. You take medication, medication, medication. And you are not cured. What you need to do naturally, please. Do it naturally. I am not a medical doctor, neither am I a nutritionist. I'm just speaking from the Bible. Because the children of Israel, they did it. God instructed them. And they went for balm when it was necessary. If not, every time they'll be laying on of hands. But there are some things that people are worrying pastors with. I am sick, I am sick. Lay hands, lay hands. All you need is a bomb. If you get the bomb, you'll be fine. Clap your hands for God. One day somebody was so stressed. I look at her and say, go home and do what you're supposed to do. And when he did it, he was fine. Because that is what he was supposed to do. And when he did it, he was fine. That is what he was supposed to do. And when he did it, he was fine. Only for married people. And he was fine. Because if not, the stress levels were just killing him. That alone is balm on itself. He was fine. So fine and strong. What you need to do physically. You can pray and pray and pray. It will not work. If you need balm, go for balm. Somebody said, I went to the hospital. They gave me a medication. Look, stay on the medication before 
you, you go into the faith work. Because there is no return on the faith work. The faith work we don't return. We build it from glory to glory, from faith to faith. So you don't, you don't start high faith and come. By the time you are coming down, the devil is waiting to catch you. So rather start gradually and keep building and keep building. Can I get a very big amen? amen? Many Christians are sick because there is no balm. They are not balming themselves. What they need to do physically, they are not doing. And they have left everything to the spirit. Especially in Africa. Angels are working over time. The African guy is so tired, he's driving. He said, I won't sleep. In the name of Jesus, take the wheel. They will sing, then he'll put up, Jesus, take the wheel. He will take the wheels too. When Jesus take the wheel, you will know where you are. He will wheel you to heaven. <laughs> if you are driving and feeling sleepy, park somewhere and sleep. One time I nearly killed myself like that. I went for all night. From that, I decided I won't go for all night alone. I went to preach somewhere all by myself. Finna somewhere. I was tired. Right after all night, I was driving. Driving. Devil, you're a liar. I will not sleep. And I was driving on the Afenian road, coming through the motorway. By the time I realized I was somewhere, I told myself, no, I will never finish all night, all by myself, just be all by myself, and drive all day, especially if I went far. I parked somewhere, slept, went to 7 a.m. It's better I reach alive. Oh, yes. I've made many mistakes. One day, my brake pad was going low. I said, don't worry, I'll fix it. I'll fix it tomorrow. I'll fix it tomorrow. I'll fix it tomorrow. One day after church, I was going with my family. Vroom, on the ARS runabout. I, I saw Pastor Dennis. My car, boo, 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 boo. The brake just failed. Nearly killed everybody in the car. Why? I'll change the brake pad tomorrow. Okay. Because the angels are with me. Tell somebody, don't let the angels work over time. Shake that person. That person wants to let the angels work. Shake me and say, hey. Don't let the angels work over time. If the brake part is not, is finishing, please change it. Or park that car. Hey, have I helped somebody? Shake somebody and say, you are going to live very long because of this message. You know, some of you work, 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 no leave. You don't take leave. Even when you take leave, you, 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 you tell your boss that I can, I can work and give me the money. Continue. <laughs> By the time you realize, <laughs> the doctor will take all that money back from you. Your health is very important. If you need balm, go to Gilead. Go to people that have the balm and take balm. There's nothing wrong. You wake up in the morning, there's some herbal medicine concussion somewhere. You have mixed some, uh, how do you call it? Some things. It's your own recipe. You're drinking green tea. You're drinking things. And when you stand, you are strong. Tell somebody, stop all this Fanta, Coca-Cola every day. Tell the person, you are killing yourself. 
The bitter things are where their health is. Can the amen be louder? Shake somebody and say, hey, hey, go for bam, go for bam. Say, tell me, hey, go, go, go for bam. I don't like the way you are telling that guy. Some people wait till there is, the, the sickness have gotten to the place where nothing can be done. Nothing can be done about it. At that moment, you are just going to die. <coughs> Even the doctors know you die. So sometimes when they know you die, they'll just put some machines on you. And they'll come around be behaving as though they are doing something to prove that they are checking you. They know that tomorrow you'll go. They know it. They know. So when your people are around, they say, oh, we are, we are monitoring him. Which monitoring? Monitoring unto death. They know. Tomorrow by two, they call and say, oh, we monitor him and he couldn't make it. They know that he is going to die. May that never be your portion. You be as wise as a serpent. You do what you're supposed to do physically. In the name of Jesus. Stretch of your hand. I pray that any physical illness in your body, I bind it in the name of Jesus. May God give you wisdom to take care of the gift he has given you, your body. To carry you across this world. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and shout a big amen. Check the cardio of people. Check their cardio. Some husbands check their cardio. By the time, <gasps> tell him, relax, sleep. Tomorrow we continue. If not, that guy can die. <laughs> you ask doctors, people die like that. Because the guy doesn't exercise. There's no cardio. His cardio is. <laughs> He's just briefing on you like that. He's about to go. So buy a treadmill for him. You see, my message is very practical, but you don't like. I'll enter into the street right now. Some people want me to come and say, you know, in the realms of the portals, in the heavenlies, you are living here. So you got to do the things that are here. This is what is killing many Christians, especially pastors. Because we become too supernatural. Too supernatural. We forget about the physical things that are here that we ought to adapt to our spirituality. Praise God. If virtue leaves you, if you are tired, you are tired. <clears throat> if you are singing and all you are doing is briefing, your cardio is not good. Get up, you yourself go for a walk. Nobody should tell you. Tell you, Dore, Jesus. <sighs> You are, not, you are not fit. Just go for some work. Go for some cardio. Hallelujah. So that you can be fit. Glory to God. Hey, am I helping somebody? It is called physical medicine. The physical medicine is very important for your body. If you have to take supplements and your doctor has recommended it, take it. Everything you need to let this body keep going. Because your body is the greatest gift that God gave you. Without it, you can never function in this physical realm. If you lose your body, you are gone. So you got to take care of it. And you can only take care of it by eating well and by allowing medicine into your body. I'm not talking about too much of orthodox medicine. Things that are helpful for the body. Can the amen be louder? 
Now let's go into the spiritual. Clap your hands for God. Tell somebody, the man of God has helped you very, very, very much. You. Tell the guy, you. I can see you are going to take care of yourself very much from today. Proverbs chapter 18. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Proverbs 18, 14. The blessing of health. Proverbs 18, 14. The spirit of man will sustain his infirmity. But a wounded spirit who can bear. Now he used the word infirmity for you to know that this is just beyond physical ailment. Infirmity are diseases that really don't have cure. Most often, there are always demons behind these diseases. It's not every disease that is just physical. Some diseases are spiritual. So he says that when you, you come in contact with a spiritual disease, which becomes an infirmity, an infirmity will drain you. It will do everything because the end of it, they want to kill you. Praise God. But he said that a man's spirit can sustain him in the day when there is an infirmity. But how can his spirit be sustained if the word of God is not there? How can his spirit be sustained when his spirit is not strong? That is where prayer comes in. That is where fasting comes in. That is when the word of God comes in. That is where all the things we need to do spiritually comes in. If I'm able to conquer the physical diseases, now I must get spiritual strength to conquer spiritual diseases. Because demons can cast diseases on you. Yes, there will be somebody in his hometown doing woo 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 foo. By the time you realize you get cancer. He did foo in his hometown. And you are here, you wake up and say, ah, spiritual. How did the foo transfer from there? Maybe the betting is in Agotimevo. How did it transfer from Agotimevo to your house? Spiritual. But you see, when your spirit is strong, your spirit can sustain that disease. When they throw that arrow, it hits you and it bounces back. Yeah, yeah clap your hands for God. And this is how to deal with spiritual diseases. They are infirmities that are cast by the enemy. All forms of infirmities. Blood drain. Most of the infirmities, those are things that deal with the blood. They drain you. Viruses. They want to suck you out and die. Sometimes they leave you weak. You grow lean and lean and lean. And you don't even know why. You are eating, but your body is just deteriorating. It's killing me softly. It's killing you gradually. But you are, going, you are not going to allow it. This is where we need pay. Divine medicine. And when the divine medicine is inside you, that divine medicine will sustain you in the day of infirmity. Hallelujah. When infirmity comes, it's like you're, you have a spiritual immune system that is able to fight spiritual diseases and you can boost it. Let's go. Proverbs chapter 4. These are not folk tales. You are going to work with it. Give somebody a half and say, you are going to work with it. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 22. Verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ears unto it. Attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my saying. Verse 21. Let them not depart 
from thine eye. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Like the word of God. As I'm preaching right now, this is the time somebody will sleep. Because this is word coming into your spirit to sustain your spirit. In the day of spiritual disease, it will sustain your spirit. Keep them. He said, for they are life. The word of God is life. Jesus said, the words I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So when an anointed man of God is preaching like I'm doing, life is coming. It will sustain you in the days of spiritual disease. Oh, can the amen be louder? Clap your hands and say, spiritual diseases are far from me. I've seen people die. I've seen somebody who's doing well. All of a sudden, cancer strike. How? It's a spiritual. I say, hey, this, this is the way you ought to go. They don't want to go that way. They want to gather prayer warriors. I said that when you gather prayer warriors in the day of infirmity, you will die. That is not how God put it. Either you look for a man of God that has a healing ministry. It's not every man of God that can pray for sickness to go. It's, that's why it's not every man of God that can prophesy. There are people that are giving healing ministries. And when you see it, it's not that people are praying and they got healed. They can minister healing. They can touch somebody say, disease, leave, and it leaves. In an atmosphere of prayer, angels can come and, and work and people can receive healing and testify. You may be deceived and think that, oh, if you go to that man of God and he prays for you, you might not be healed. Because he creates the atmosphere for people to be healed. But there are those that are given. To one is given. When they look at you, they say, disease, go. And that disease disappears. Oh, clap your hands and shout glory. Say, I hate disease. Say it, I hate disease. Shout it, I hate disease. For they are life unto them that find them. And health. The health there is my pay. Health is called divine medicine. It's a divine medicine to them and to all their flesh. The word of God can heal, bring tumor. Yes. He said he sent forth his word and he healed them of all their sicknesses, of all their diseases. So God can release one word. That word will come to you. There's something you see, man of God ministry. There is somebody here with a pain. So, so and so. That is the word of God coming. The person will not take any medication. That word of knowledge, as it comes, boom, sickness disappears. Health has come. Health has come. That is why tonight I'm anointed to tell every disease die. Oh, your amen, I can feel it. To tell disease die. Die and to die on contact. So say, but they have prayed for me, I'm not, I'm not receiving. <laughs> Don't say that one. Sometimes the disease is weakening. There are diseases that by just one way, they don't just go. They are stubborn diseases. They are are, like they are stubborn demons. They are demons who say go, they respect, they'll just go. They are demons who say go, they say where to? (laughs) Where where, where should I go? But they say leave here and go there. They say but I've been with him for many years. They will engage you in a long talk. Because they don't want to go. That's how some of these diseases are. As you're speaking the word over and over, you are weakening it. You are weakening it. Give it time. After a while, you will not find it in your body again. Say, my head. 
is functioning properly. My eyes are functioning properly. My liver functioning properly. Every disease that will try to come into my body, I flush it by the word of God. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. <laughs> Jeremiah. <clears throat> Am I helping somebody? Jeremiah chapter 30. Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 15. <clears throat> he said, why criest thou for thine affliction? Thy sorrow is incurable for the multitude of thine iniquity. Sickness, sin can bring sickness. There are certain things when you touch, it can bring sickness. And most often they bring incurable diseases. Because of thy sins were increased, and I have done these things unto thee. Sickness. You can do somebody something, and anytime the person is doing hmm, 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 sickness is piling on you. That is why in the atrium, when you have a problem with somebody, do all your best. Bring down your pride and solve that problem. Especially if you are wrong, spirits did this world. There are demons who are looking for you already. You have opened the door. They are looking. Demons are like uh, 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 diabolic lawyers because they need they need legal entry, and they are looking for access. So they are not getting it. They say, Ah, look at bitterness. What is the code for bitterness? Then his judge will show him. He said, Charlie, let's go and give him disease. Because we have found an entry. So you close every entry. Don't let people be doing hmm unto you. Hmm, hmm. Somebody wake up. Because of you, they are crying every day. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Because of what you have done to them. Their pain. Sit down and let's talk about the issue. And let your pride come down. If you have to beg, beg. After begging, they can do all the <laughs> don't work. But if you are proud and you think that there is nothing in this world, you will be shocked. You can be a Christian born again and you say that a curse without a curse will not stand. I cannot be cursed. That curse will come upon you and it will come in the form of sickness. It will, it will, it will dry up your bones. It will eat up your flesh. Because for thy sins, the afflictions came upon them. Afflictions. God help us. This was amen. Say, Father, help me. Have mercy on me. But look at it, verse 16. Therefore, all they that devote thee shall be devoured. And all thine adversaries, God is bringing them restoration. All thine Adversaries, every one of them shall go into captivity. And they that spoil thee be spoiled. Imagine, this is a counter-attack. Imagine you are working with somebody that God has said this to. You spoil him, God himself will come and spoil you. You touch him, God himself will come and touch you. Some people say, me, I don't fear anybody. There are people you must fear. This level, boldness is in levels. 
Don't try to be bold everywhere. It's foolishness. Be bold in some level. Yesterday I woke up, God said, I've increased your boldness. I said, yeah. where? Wow. And you may bold, pal. Yeah. That's what it is. There are certain things that I wouldn't dare to do before this came, but now I'll dare it. Because it's divine. I didn't get up and say, from now I'm so bold. Boldness is divine. Because there is no grace for you when you jump into some levels. You would die. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. So look at it. Go into captivity. If they spoil you, I will spot them. You spoil that man, God will spoil you. You touch that lady, God will touch you. There are people when you marry them, you don't touch them. You touch them, they have a certain covenant with God. Your life will go into a trajectory. Downwards. Hallelujah. That's the person, do you know who I am? The person doesn't know, forget about him. Look at somebody and say, do you know who I am? Yes. There are people you don't touch. So there are people, don't say, I don't fear anybody. Say, I fear some people. <laughs> but maybe not you. Yeah. But yes, because, Charlie, everybody get master. Yeah. Tell the guy by you. He thinks he has, he has a master. Yeah. He has. Yeah. And all, the, all that prey upon thee, I will give them as a prey. Mm. Okay. Let's go. Verse. For I will restore health. Oh. Oh. Shall glory. Say, God said he will restore health. <laughs> and when he say health, it means any health. Sometimes I wonder why young men are drinking some medication. What are you looking for? When God can restore vitality. Because that. That medication will kill you. Anything that is natural can't go beyond a certain level. Because it's natural. That is how God made it. It will not go beyond that level so that you can do it again. And again. But the guy wants to go beyond the natural level. About to die. All the energies that God has given to you for your lifetime you are pulling all now into a certain system. It's death because you want to please a woman. Who told you you can please a woman? You can't. The woman that says, I'm, I'm okay. All this I'm saying is for married people. Because somebody is hearing it and he's going to say, Father, thy vitality has come on me. It won't come Clap your hands for God. <laughs> I wish I can say some things here, but can I can I say some things here? Now, if the doctor told you that you have a low spend car, don't believe them. I'm telling you. There is there is a way. Okay, I won't go there. I'm telling you. They will always find something to tell you. Forget about it. Ask for vitality from God. Believe you me, God will vitalize every part of you. Sometimes something is just wrong in your house. Sometimes something is wrong. 
Look, this marriage covenant thing that you do, you think it's a joke, eh? It's not a joke. It's a big deal. Tell somebody, marriage covenant, now we are shipping. I don't know, Monty Minkasa. Okay, Mamin Jaika. The marriage covenant, apart from our covenant with God, is one of the strongest covenants in the earth realm that functions in the earth realm. If before you can beat the marriage covenant, you have to understand some things. If you don't understand some things, you can bring a case on yourself by violating certain rules that come with the uh, marriage covenant. You thinking that you are fine, it's just a matter of time. You can never be fine. The devil will lure you. He will suck you out. Take everything from you. You will lose everything. I took, uh, look, if, okay, these areas are, let me stay here. No, it's another time. For our restore, <laughs> maybe I'll step into some things. For I'll restore health unto thee, and I'll heal thee of thy wounds. God wants to restore health. You yourself, when you are strong, how do you feel about yourself? You feel good. And you need to feel good all the time. Strong and healthy. Hallelujah. When your skin is glowing, you want everybody to see you. But when skin diseases start coming, you start hiding. But God can restore health. Oh, say, Father, restore my health. Listen, he's not talking about healing. He said he's restoring health. He's restoring wholeness. Where blood pressure is normal. Where everything is working absolutely perfect. Your hormones are properly balanced. Clap your hands for God. Keep clapping and shout glory to God. Yeah. Say, I love health. I love health. Say, health is mine. At this denture, even if you are sleeping, say it with all your heart. Say, Father, health is mine. Let disease be far. Hey, when you're real. Let disease be far. You're real and more down. You're papa. You have to hate it. Sickness can devalue you. Every time people come to the hospital, you're just, oh, I bet you are. Because they don't even know, they don't, they don't know, they don't, they, don't, they, can't, they don't know what to tell you. Oh, sister, you dear. Oh, Papa, you are dear. Oh, 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 Lift up and say, Father, I hate sickness with all my heart. I've seen beautiful couples that one person got sick and that destroyed their marriage. Because this person has to sell everything, try to take care of this person. One breast cancer can destroy the whole family. Just one disease entering can destroy the whole family. May sickness be far from you. May God restore health. Say, Father, restore health. Say it again. And I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they call thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. But we are the people that God loves. Oh, sickness. 
be far. Restore health from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. If you are losing your hair, God can restore health. You can believe that your hair will not go down. God will restore it. As you do what you got to do physically, God will do what he has to do spiritually. Shake somebody and say, be strong and healthy. I don't like the way you told the guy. Look at another person. Be strong and be healthy. Say it. See, even though they say, I'm strong and I'm healthy. What will be the need if I fast, fast, fast and I die and I don't finish my assignment? I'll be strong for God so that I can live to 120 and preach the gospel. 90 years, I'll be standing on my feet and be preaching for five hours, strong and healthy. I see you 90 years, you'll not lose your teeth. All your teeth will be intact in the name of Jesus. 90 years, your eyes will not be dim. Your eyes will be strong and healthy in the name of Jesus. I see you 90 years, you are going for jogging. And you are strong and you are healthy. Can the amen be louder? I prophesy that over your life. He will restore health. Therefore, I receive health. Health come away from the Lord. I'll do what I need to do physically. But I receive my pay. Spiritual blessings of health. Let it be my portion. Let it be your portion as well. You know, spend many days in the hospital. In the name of Jesus. May your days be full of health. Abide old age diseases. Arthritis. Things that stiffen the bones. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I bind sudden heart attacks. I bind it. Blood pressure. Blood sugar levels. Cholesterol levels. Let them be normalized. Clap your hands and say glory to God. Say it is mine. Say it is mine. I'm so healthy. Some of you are saying it and you're not even smiling. The person that is sick, have you seen sick people smiling before? Sick people don't smile. But you are so healthy. As the guy, you are so healthy, so please smile for me. Can the amen be louder? Let the wounds be healed. Yeah, sometimes people get wounds, they don't just heal up. But we have a father that heals. Glory to God. Do we believe in healing here? After healing, there is health. So if there is anything that is opening the door for the enemy to bring a spiritual disease, look out for it and close it. And close it. If you don't close it, the devil will come in. And you know when the devil comes in, he doesn't joke. What is his aim? He came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is the end. The devil is not looking for your money. He can even give you money. That's why he's giving some people money. They go to him, he gives them money. But the main aim for giving them money is to steal them from the kingdom. To kill them. The destruction is in hell. Everlasting destruction. 
Say, devil, you have no place in my life. I'm a child of God. I lift up my body before you, Lord. You created it and you can fix it. Can the amen be louder? I'm closing. So he says that there are things that are transactions. You can have a transaction in the flesh and pick up a disease. You can kiss somebody and get HPV virus. It's a transaction. But that transaction came in and there is an infection. Will God throw me away? Oh, come on. These people, they believe God will throw them away. God throw me away. I believe in this scripture. He will restore. Therefore, God, restore. Restore our health through physical transactions. But there are spiritual transactions as well. Somebody can give you spiritual disease because you ate with them. Spiritual transaction. Someone can transfer something because he lay hands on you. Spiritual transaction. But even that one, yet God can still restore. If your health is failing in any area, any area, I mean where? God can restore. He can restore. And tonight, God is restoring. He used the word restore, meaning that you were once healthy and your health started deteriorating. But God will bring you right back to that place of wholeness. Oh, clap your hands and shout it. One day, I met a guy who came to me for healing. Every time I pray for him, when he comes by, he gets sick again. Every time I pray for him. You know, if you're in the healing ministry, you are just like a doctor. You got to investigate what's going on. So doctors say, go for lab. We do, we do spiritual lab. Okay. Yes, of course. This is not for those who don't have healing ministry. Those who have it, we can ask. So I went for the spiritual lab, and the test results came. When the test came, he said, your wife is your problem. There's something wrong with your wife. And she has opened the door for the enemy. And it looks like the enemy have left her and rather attacking you. Why? You are the prayerful one. Half of her, the enemy has her already. So the enemy wants you, when you are weakened, there will be no prayer around the house. Then both of you will go down. I said, if you don't check it, you will die. He said, so what specifically? I said, what my eyes I cannot tell you. Go yourself and sit your wife down and solve the problem. Even if she doesn't say the truth, know that there is a problem somewhere because the door has been opened for the enemy. Things will start going bad. That was the lab results, spiritual lab. I pray that he was able to solve the problem. Because this one, you can, if the lab comes, you can pray and pray and pray. Nothing will change. You got to do 
what you got to do to reverse it. If you don't do it, nothing will change. I pray that there will not be spiritual transactions. I bind it in the name of Jesus. Any transaction that is coming in, that is about to weaken you, I overturn it. To weaken you spiritually so that the enemy can destroy. I overturn it now. I infuse spiritual energy. Now. 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 If you are feeling a back pain, I just feel some crackings. Check it. That back pain is gone now. Oh, clap your hands for God. Yeah. If I was not a pastor, I would go, I would always go to a church where I can see that some sick people are, are, are healed. Because sometimes some diseases, when it comes, you yourself, you lose faith. You just need to hang on somebody's faith and believe God. And tonight, I'm ready to carry you on my faith. Point to somebody, that sickness will not kill you. This one, we don't do it like that. You'll be angry. You will not die before your time. We will never come for your funeral, you this guy. You will live very long. Shake him and say, hey! I'm shaking you because you are alive. And strong. Can you be outstanding? I hope you are blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or contact us on 055-820-2278. 055-820-2278.